Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu wa baraka al-ashraf al-anbiya wal-mursaleen. Nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahabihi ala al-yawmiddin. Amma ba'd. Wa baraka ala fikum wa rizakum wa la Alhamdulillah, we have uh, reached our next point of discussion when it comes to the Nishah Sunnah by Bab al Hari, Imahullah. And inshallah ta'ala, if we're able to, we will discuss this, some of these points further. Um, and try to cover as much as we can with Nilay Ta'ala today. Um, we have the Arabic text and the English text. Tfadul uh, Jabir, if you can start with the Arabic text. Bismillah. <laughs> فلا يقتدى بزلته فإنه هالك وآخر عاند الحق وخالفه من, من كان قبله من المتقين فهو ضال مضل شيطان مريد في هذه الأمة حقيق على من عرفه أن يحذر الناس منه ويبين للناس قصته لألا يقع في بدعته أحد فيهلك Know that leaving the correct path occurs in two ways. <laughs> Firstly, that a man strays from the correct path intending nothing but good. So his error is not to be followed since it leads to destruction. <coughs> Secondly, a man who deliberately opposes the truth and acts contrary to the pious ones who came before him, he is astray, leading others astray, a rebellious devil within the ummah. It is a duty upon those who know of him to warn the people against him and to explain his condition to them so that no one falls into his innovation and is destroyed. No. Jesus. And so, Bismillah. Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa ba'd. So alhamdulillah, the author here, Al-Baba Hari Rahimahullah, is discussing the affair of the khuruj and the tariq. Khuruj and tariq is sahih. And how a person leaves off and deviates from that straight path. فَهَذَا تَرِيقُ wahid وَالْحَقُ wahid. And so, in relation to that, that this path is one. There can only be one path. And the haq can only be one. So what we, understand, what we understand from this is that a person that adheres to the truth, they can only adhere to this one way. And the truth can only be one thing. And there's no plurality when it comes to truth. As Allah Ta'ala informs us, Allah waliyul ladhina amanu yukhrijahum minna dhulamati ilan nur. 
Allah is the protector of those who believe. He takes them from the darkness to the light. Take this from darkness to the light. Allah when discussing the dhulumat, the darkness, then he describes the darkness in its plurality. And the dhulumat is plural. So when Allah Ta'ala mentions darkness, I misguidance, then he Ta'ala mentions that misguidance and darkness can be of many different ways in, the pl- in plurality. Whilst when he mentions the nur, when he mentions the light, yani guidance, then he mentions the nur as something which is singular. Yani the nur is one. And so the guidance and the haq is one. Likewise, the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in the narration that we've discussed a few times in these lessons, the narration of Ibad, Ibn Sariya, he mentions, وَمَنْ يَعِشْ مِنْكُمْ فَسَيَرَى اِخْتِلَافًا كَثِيرًا And whoever lives, you, lives from you, yani after me, yani after the Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, اِخْتِلَافًا كَثِيرًا Then indeed he will see much differing. And so this differing and this opposition to the haq is many. We understand that. And traversing upon that truth can only be one way. As Allah Ta'ala states, And this is my straight path. So, follow it. So, follow it. And the author, Rahimahullah, when discussing any misguidance, he discussed, he mentioned how the misguidance can occur by way of two ways. So, what the author is referring to is the manner in which misguidance can occur, not the amount of misguidance. So, we understand that misguidance can be, yani, in plurality, many, many fold. However, how the person enters upon that misguidance can be of those two ways that are, that were read and mentioned, and we'll go into more detail, inshallah. And as we mentioned, those two ways. The first is the person he goes astray. He was good. He turns his attention, intends good. However, he has gone astray. Had he had his left, yeah, he true guidance. And of course, that shows should not be followed. And you have the one that opposes and is mu'anid. Yeah, and he's stubborn, and he reject is a rejecter of the truth. And such an individual is dal mudin, referred to as dal mudin. Such an individual is referred to as one that is astray, and he leads others astray. And such an individual tarak he's left that straight path. And he is opposed the way of the Salaf. As a no doubt, such an individual is a must to warn against him. And so this is what we understand first and foremost from this. Before we get into uh, the discussion from uh, Sheikh Al-Fawzan, Hafidahullah, I want to just discuss some of this, some kalam from Sheikh Al-Sheikh Rabi'ah. In relation to the affair of the Iqamatul Hujjah, establishing the proof, and when it comes to establishing the proof 
of someone that's fallen into innovation. Naam. And the Sheikh, he mentions in relation to this affair that the people that fall into this are aqsam. They're of, they're of, people that fall into bid'ah are aqsam. They're of, they're of in the categories. And so, the Sheikh, he mentions, Amma man waqa'a fi bid'ah those that fall into innovation, then they are of different types. Al Kismul Awwal, the first, Ahl Bid'ah, the people of innovations. Karawafit, Wal Khawarij, Wal Jahmiya, Wal Qadriya, Wal Mu'tazila, Wal Sufiya, Wal Kubriya, Wal Kuburiya, Wal Murja, Wal Yalhaq. Bihim. So the first type you have are Ahlul Bid'ah themselves, the people of innovations. Like the Rawafid, like the Khawarij, like the groups, the Jahmiya, the Qadriya, the Mu'tazila, all of these groups, Sufiya, the al Kuburiya, the Murja, all of them are, yani, regardless of Ahlul Bid'ah. Likewise as well, Al-Ikhwan, Mutabliq. So in relation to the the Khariji or the one that's the one upon the Khawarij, the way the Khawarij or the one upon the way the Rawafit. Then the Salaf will not say that the Hujjah needs to be established upon an individual, upon such an individual, before it's said that such a person is a Mubtada. Now, because that is already associated with a sect from amongst the sects of the people. Now, and then you have the Qism of Thani, the second time. So the first one is clear. It's from Ahlul Bid'ah. So if it's from Ahlul Bid'ah, it's from the people of innovation. We're not going to now say, there's established proof to say that he's, yani, he's upon these innovations. Then the second, in the Kismah Thani, man huwa min Ahlul Sunnah wa waqa'a fi bid'ah wadiha ka qaw bi khalqi al-Qur'an aw qadr or Rai al Khawarij or Hairiha. Fahal Yabadda wa alayhi amr salaf. And so you have the second type, which is the one that has fallen into a clear innovation. Naam, if you want to a clear innovation, for example, he states that the Quran is created. Or is upon the innovation when it comes to the Qadr. Or is upon the, the Ra'i of the Khawarij, the way and opinion of the Khawarij. Naam. And so, an example of this is mentioned, is by Ja'a and Ibn Umar, 
the narration that has come from Ibn Umar. Hina su'il al qadriya When Ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma was asked about the qadriya he mentioned فَإِذَا لَقَيْتْ أُولَائِكَ فَاخْبِرْهُمْ أَنِّي بَرِيءٌ مِنْهُمْ وَأَنَّهُمْ بَرَاءَ مِنِّي And he stated, and if you reach, and if you come to meet يعني, individuals from them, عَيْلُ قَدْرِيَا Then inform them that indeed I am free from them, and they are free from me. I am free from them, free from what they are upon, and they are free from what I am upon. I do to the fact that the... the the innovations that they were upon were wadiha, clear and manifest. Naam. And so this is the second type Allah Ta'ala knows best. That the one falls into these errors, this is the second type of Allah Ta'ala knows best. Then you have the third. Al-Kismuthalif. So the first one was, was who? Ahlul Bid'ah. Now those are clearly upon, upon Bid'ah. Naam. And then what is the Mu'amal with them in terms of what we regard them as, what we regard in terms of their Bid'ah? Do we have to say they have to be proof established and things like this? No, it's already known. It's known. If anything, they establish it upon themselves by way of their intisab as well. So if a person says, I'm tabriqi, are we going to now say we have to establish proof to say he's Muqtada? No, he said he's a bit of He's affirmed himself that he's upon the way of the way of the Salaf and of the way of the Sunnah. Then the second is who? Yeah, the one that is upon the Amal of Bid'ah or upon a clear, upon a clear innovation, essentially. Upon a clear innovation. Likewise, this individual, there is no establishment of hujjah in terms of that individual as well. Allah Alam. Then we have a kism of tarif, the third. وَمَا كَانَ مِنْ أَهْلِ السُنَّةِ وَمَعْرُوفِ بِتَحَرْوِ الْحَقِّ وَوَقْعَ فِي بِدْعَةِ خَفِيَّةِ And so, this is, this third individual is the one that's from Ahlul Sunnah. However, Waka'a, he fell into a bid'ah, which is regarded as being bid'ah khafiyya. Ya'ali, something which is hidden from innovation. And what do you understand from that, ikhwah? We say a bid'ah, the bid'ah is khafiyya. The other ones were aqidah as well. Qadriya, khalq al-Qur'an. Say it again. Someone doing action, he thinks it's right, but it's wrong. They all think it's right. That's, that's the evil bid'ah. They all think it's right. Could be influenced by the time and place that he lived in. Could be influenced by the time and place that he lived in now. The, the, the proof that's that, that's, you could say that possibly, yeah. So, but if we're saying khafiyah generally, though, because that's something with with Zaman. Such as Makan, place or time. We're saying Bidah Khafiyah, something which is generally something Khafi, in relation to the one which is jelly. The one which is clear cut, we mentioned. Or something which is Khafi, yani hidden. They don't know necessarily that. 
Yeah, and it will say Khafi, we mean essentially that there is a there is a resemblance to the haq. Naam. So it resembles the haq in some degree. And so the person is deceived by that action, deceived by that innovation. So there's such an individual, for example, he's known to be to have to haq. So he's known to be an individual that is that seeks to be upon the truth, has caution when it comes to being upon the truth. However, it's fallen into a bid'ah, and this, this bid'ah is one which is has res, has a resemblance to the haq, essentially. Naam. When it comes to such an individual, then the ma'amala and the way that such an individual is dealt with is dependent upon a particular uh, some matters. Naam. So Shaykh also mentioned, إِنْ كَانَ قَدْ مَاتْ فَلَا يَجُوزْ تَبْدِعُهُ So he mentions that such an individual, if he, has, if he has passed away, then it's not permissible to make tabdi' of such an individual. I declare such an individual to be a mu'tadi. بَلْ يَذْخُلْ بِالْخَيْرِ بَلْ أَفْوَنْ يُذْخَلْ بِالْخَيْرِ Rather, such an individual is mentioned as in good. Such an individual mentioning good. When kana hayyan fiya nasah wa yabayin lahu al-haq. And so if the person is alive, then he's advised and the haq is clarified to them. وَلَا يَتَسَرَّعْ فِي تَبْدِيعِ And the person does not hasten towards يعني مثل تبديل صفة إنديفيدو فين الشر نعم فين والسر عفوا في البدع and if the person is continuous upon that way after the حق is established فيبدع then we say okay such an individual has fallen into innovation and has innovated in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Does that make sense? Now, so the first, Qismul Awwal, is the individual from Ahlul Bid'ah. Now, Qismul Awwal from Ahlul Bid'ah. Such an individual, we say they're from Ahlul Bid'ah. Now, we bid'ah. The second, the waqa'ah fi bid'atin, which is, yani jali, a wadih. It's one into a clear innovation. So a person, you call him Ahlul Sunnah, he describes to me upon the Sunnah, but he falls into clear innovation. You cannot now say that he's from Ahlul Sunnah. He's one into clear innovation. However, so for example, it's Mustabad. It's far fetched to even say. It's not acceptable to even say, Fulana for them. He's Salafi, but he says the Quran is created. Impossible. Naam. Or Fulan, Salafi. However, he curses the companions. Impossible. Naam. Then you have the third. Naam, you have the third individual who has, again, ascribed to the Sunnah. However, he's fallen into an innovation which is Khafi. Naam. So he's fallen into an innovation which has. Some resemblance to the truth. Naam. 
such a person, the verse is full into this, is such an innovation, that resembles the truth, such a person, then what do we say about that person? They are of how many types? Two. Two. The first, he died. He, he passed, he's passed away. He passed then, we always speak well of that individual. Now, so the, 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 what's conditional is that the person, he's fallen into a bid'ah khafiya. And he's a person that was known to have taharri al-haqqi, the person that was seeking, always seeking to be upon the truth. And had concern to be upon the truth. If this person, such an individual, full, uh, has uh, passed away, rather, then we speak only good of that individual. The second is if he's what? Alive. Still alive. Naam. And then what is the amal with such an individual? Yunasah. Yunasah. He's advised. Wala yatasarra' fi no. And that there's no, that there's no, uh, don't hasten towards making tabdir upon such an individual. Rather, when it comes to this individual, now when it comes to such an individual, then the reality is, is that we will advise them. And if they continuous upon that bid'ah, after it's made clear to them, the haqq is made clear to them, then what? It's the same as the two before. Then we say, that this is established, that they're upon innovation. So, with this as well, then what we understand from this, this affair as well, specifically the second type. The second type, which was who? Which was who? The one living, we mean the three types, the second of those three. The one is uh, a clear innovation. That this, uh, this is something which is also <coughs> yeah, dependent, also as, as uh, Bukhari mentioned earlier, dependent upon certain affairs. Now, dependent upon certain affairs. From them are time and place. What we mean by way of that is that Something which may be regarded as being an absolute clear innovation in a particular time may not be regarded as being a clear innovation in another time. Now, whether that be the case that, you know, due to the fact that knowledge becomes less, an action upon knowledge becomes less, or, yani, just essentially, that the, 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 we have a, a different in time. Likewise, as well, the place. A differing in place. If there's a differing in place, then with that you find that this is uh, this may depend. This may this may have a factor when we regard as an action being a clear innovation. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala knows best. Just to mention that, yani ta'alik. So those three categories are clear, bidinillah. Now, and so it's important to understand, yani the manner in which a person, as we mentioned, can go astray. And our with such an individual, depending on what they've fallen into. Naam. And so, Sheikh Fozan, after the whole mentions that there are two types of people that have left that path, the straight path. Arajul Awal, the first, is Man Kharaja Ghair. متعمد بل يريد الخير 
لكنه سلك طريق غير الخير والاجتهاد لا يكفي and so you have the first is an individual that had that has left that path in the straight path but he's not متعمد he hasn't done so deliberately نعم rather you read الخير he wants good and He's reversed upon that path, intending good. However, his ishtihad is not, is not sufficient in that, in that regard. When kanat near to sahib saliha, and even if his near, his intention, was a good intention, now by, by way of that, he's still falling into innovation. فَهَادُ يُعْتَبَرْ مُخْتِعًا such individuals regarded as being yani mukhti such individual is regarded as being a person that is mukhti yani erroneous nam waman wafaqahu ala dhalik wa sar ma'ahu ala al khata wa huwa ya'lam khata'ahu fa huwa halik and whoever whoever agrees with him in his error and follows him in his error. Why is known as an error? For huwa halik. Such an individual has destroyed oneself. Naam. So what we understand from this barakallahu alaykum, the first thing is that we understand the individual that has fallen into the error himself. The person has fallen into the error. And even though maybe he's had a good intention, we cannot now state that just because he has a good intention, when you read al-khayr, yeah, he wants good that this is sufficient to follow that person in that error. Or that is sufficient to say that the error is acceptable from the individual. Why? Because as we know, in order for an action to be accepted and correct and upright, there are upon how many conditions? Two conditions. The first is... Ikhlas. The person has to be sincere. Naam. And the second... That it has to be in accordance with the Sunnah and the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu So now, in this, in regards, to, in regards to this individual, now, this individual has done this action, and it's fulfilled the first condition. I is mukhlis. However, he hasn't fulfilled the second. So, if he hasn't fulfilled that second condition, we're not going to now say we're going to follow him in that action. And we're going to follow him and say that the action is one which is correct and upright. Now, because no doubt he's left that, that tariq, that straight path, and that correct path, in which the book and the sunnah is upon. And that is the surat, in the surat al-mustaqim. When we say the tariq, in the tariq, the maqsood, the intent is the surat al-mustaqim. In the straight path. So such an individual, he intended good. And he sought good. وصاحبه ليس على الصواب 
And so, the reality is, is that the person that follows this particular path, this is the way that you find of many individuals that have preceded, that they have opposed the truth. And they've opposed the truth in regards to the Aqidah, the, the correct creed. And such an individual is upon error. Such an individual is upon error. And so due to that, it's important that they cannot they are not followed in that error. And so this is my straight path, and so follow it. And so this is the first time. Naam, this is the first time. He's fallen into error, he tends good. He's fallen into error. Then we have the second. In the second. And this one is Muta'amid Lil Khuruj. This is the one that is determined and has deliberately left the Salat al Mustaqim or the Tariq al Haq. It's one that is that has done so deliberately. For who are al Haq? Because this individual knows the truth. We are Khalaja ilayhi batil. And he knows that that which he has gone to traverse upon is batil. لَكِنُوا يَأْتَمِدْ الْخُرُوجَ لِلْحَقِّ بِقَصْرِ إِدْلَالَ النَّاسِ However, his intent is to leave the straight path and leave the truth with the intent of leading the people astray. فَالْأَوَّلْ قَصْرُهُ إِسْلَاحِ النَّاسِ لَكِنَوْ لَمْ يَسْلِكُ تَلِكَ الصَّحِيحِ so the first individual that we discussed, he was the person that had the intent of islah. Naam, he wanted the rectification of the people. He wanted to be upright. However, that way, the way that he was upon, was not correct. Naam. However, this individual, Thani, the second individual, his intent is to lead the people astray. The second individual, his intent is the corruption of the people. And to direct them away from the correct path. And so this individual in reality is a shaitan. Why? Because the shaitan, if you like the wazifa, I the 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 job and the, the task of the shayateen is to lead the people astray and to exit them from the straight path. As Allah Ta'ala mentions and informs us of the call of Iblis, that I will sit upon your path, the straight path. I slit line wait for them. In that straight path. Read and yusrifuhum anhu ila tariqil munharifa. Our intent is to lead them astray to upon a path which is a path of deviation. Naam. And so that's the message of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
gave the example of these individuals in the narration of Ibn Mas'ud, the narration we mentioned previously as well, in which he, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, drew a line of in the sand. I said, Hala Salatullah. This is the way of Allah, the path of Allah, a line in the sand, one straight line. Thereafter, he drew lines off of it, shooting off of it from its left and from the right. And thereafter, he mentions, Wahadi Subul, and these are the other paths. In relation to each of these paths, there's a shaitan at the end calling to it. Oh, we understand from this as well, the call of Nabi Wasallam, is that when he mentions that there's a shaitan at the end of each path, then this is a reference to the shayateen al ins, well, jinn. Naam, and not exclusive just to the shayateen of jinn. That anyone that is seeking to lead someone away from the straight path, then this is a shaitan. And it can be from amongst the general ins. Likewise, Shaykh and Shaykh Abdullah Bukhari, he mentioned in relation to this particular hadith, that the shaitan does not have any concern about which path the individual takes. So you have all these paths being drawn to the left of it, to the right of it. The shaitan has no concern upon which path the person takes. The himma, and the importance that the shaitan gives, is that what the person leaves off that straight path. Whether he goes to any of those to the left of it, or any of those to the right of it, is not important. The important thing is that the person leaves off that particular straight path, as mentioned by Sheikh when he mentioned this particular hadith. And so... The reality of that as well, and the reflection of that, is hence why you see many different forms of deviation. Because the shaitan seeks to lead the people astray in whichever way that they can. And hence why when the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, mentions, سَتَفْتَرِكَ هَذِي الْأُمَّةِ إِلَا فَنَافُ وَسَبْعِينَ فِرْقَةً كُلَّا فِنَارِ إِلَّا وَاحِدًا And that this ummah will divide into 73 sects. All of them within the fire, except for one. All in the fire, except for one. And so this is a clear example given by the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, in relation to these uh, individuals, and in relation to, yani, idlal al-nas, and the people being led astray. And so thus, Baba Hari mentions in relation to such an individual, the second person, that is such individuals, Dana Mudil, Shaitan al Murid. Now, the person is Dana Mudil. So he's astray and he leads others astray. So that's such individuals, Dana Finafsihi. So he's astray when it goes to his own self. And he's someone that is Mudil, yet he leads others astray. So he's one that is a harm to others that, other than him. Naam. And that he's a shaitan that intends, no doubt, to lead the people, direct the people away from the Sarat al Mustaqim. To direct the people away from the straight path. And as mentioned here, 
and how we understand the, the scenario of such an individual. The first individual is a person you read al khayb however, waqa' fil khata'a, yani, bafana. He falls fallen into, yani, um, he's fallen into error. And so, such an individual, na'am, cannot be followed in his error. Right? Because what he's doing is not in accordance with the truth. So if a person normally follows that person in error, then of course he is destructive. He's upon destruction. The second individual is an example of a person that has had the truth clarified to them. Naam, he's had the truth clarified to them. Going back to what we mentioned, I had that third type. Naam, we had the three types. I read that third type. And he's alive. And he's fallen into innovation. And maybe it wasn't clear to him. But now it's been clarified to him. So, if you clarify to him now, the haq is with him. Is that correct? Jayyad. So now, if we say that the haq is with him, upon him to act upon him. If he doesn't act upon it, and he rejects it, but not only rejects it, calls others to, calls others to that way now. After it's been clarified to him, then nothing can be said except that this person is Dana Mudin. That such an individual is astray, and he's leaving, leading others astray. And so, Shay Wazai goes on to mention in relation to this such individual. Haqiqul Alaman Arafahu and Yuhadra Nas Minhu. Wa yabayal in nas kisatuhu di Allah yakafi bitaatihi ahadun yahlik. And so the right and what is upon an individual that knows about this person. I knows that about this person. <clears throat> and is that they yani, warn the people from him or against him and that they clarify to the people yani, kisatuhu. what is meant by kisatuhu, yani, his, his story yani. what is meant by that he's just talking rubbish just telling stories no sorry, no, not necessarily that I'm talking about his kisa yani, him Now, so not, not only that he's opposing the haq, but how he's such an individual that the haq was clarified to him. And the haq was clarified to him, in this place, in this place, in this place. Does that make sense? That it said that this individual, not, not, it's not a case that he just walk out, but in order to make it clear, yani the sharf of an individual, is that this, that it was said that such a person, he was advised about this, advised about that. Now. The example of that. An example of that would be the example of Shaykh al-Shaykh when he first spoke about Yahya uh, Hajuri 10 years ago from now. So 10 years ago. So roughly in the year 1434 Hijrah, 2013, in Milan. And he said at that point, when he began speaking, Hafidullah, what did he say about him in terms of the process? Do you remember? Do you know? Advising for how long did he mention? Do you remember? Seven years. Seven, seven, ten to seven, three, seven to ten years. Now, advising him for these these amount of years. So not only did he make did he clarify after Allah, Sheikh Allah clarified the errors of this man and his ghulu, his extremism and his hadadiyah. Not only did he clarify his opposition to the heart. Naam. 
But he clarified as well the Torah. I how we've ended up at this point. I, that his affair was made clear through all these years. And he was advised through all these years. And now we're at the point where it has to be made clear that this person is upon innovation. Or this person is upon error. And so, no doubt, we look at the example of our mashaykh and our ulama and the imma when it comes to this affair of uh, those that fall into error and the man that those that fall into error. That there has to be a degree of tidal, moderation. That when it comes to a person that falls into error, it's not a case of no doubt, we do not make excuses for that. Or we, may, we don't say that it's acceptable. Any error. Anything that opposes the haq, we don't say this is acceptable. Now, However, we do not now race towards yani taqtiyah or tahdir. Yani, yani declare this person upon error or this person is upon or, or warn against such an individual. Rather, the, the really, and this is why we, we say that this, we, this, a lot of these affairs are left to those that are elder than us. And these affairs are left to those that have greater amount of khibra experience in these affairs. We leave it with them. They'll try and speak and be hasty to speak in these matters. Because if time, as time goes on, we hope that the person with advice, he returns to the truth. However, if he doesn't return to that truth, that when that affair is established, it closes every single door for the intimas al-adhar. Where it closes every single door where a person seeks to make excuses for a person. Because many times you hear the excuse, was he advised? Naam. Or you hear the excuse, why so soon? Or whatever else. Upon the individual, if a person notices and is aware of akhtar bin al-nas, and the errors from the people, upon the person is sabr, alayhi sabr. And be patient with that. Best case scenario is that a person returns from the truth. Worst case scenario is over that time, he's given himself more and more rope that he's going to hang himself with. More and more because this is, the affair has been established over the period of time. So this is why what we say that is uh, when a person falls into error, not only do we clarify the nature of their error, but we clarify how we've ended up here as well, the, at the point of Tahdir. At the point of warning against a person. Now, and so this is the person that has left that, yeah, he left that, that way, that way of truth. Well, there you Jews, as sukut. It's not permissible, yeah, to remain silent. Bel, yajib and yukshaf amrohu. Rather, what we say is it's an obligation that his affair has been made clear. And so, it's not permissible that a person thereafter remains silent. And so, you're not saying now, for example, Sheikh Mishnah, وَلَا يُقَالَ النَّاسِ أَحْرَارِ فِي الرَّيْهِ so you see a person may fall into error, we say we leave him. 
Leave him. Why? Because everyone has freedom of opinion. Freedom of expression. How many times have you heard these, these, these such terms being used? Freedom of opinion, freedom of expression. Now, freedom of thought, for example. Such expressions, no doubt, are expressions that all tie in really with this uh, a democratic, uh, a democratic attitude towards yeah, life itself. Democratic attitude towards life, democratic attitude towards deen and the diana. Democratic attitude towards being yeah, upon yeah, uprightness or religious or religiousness. And it's not a correct opinion. Our opinions hold no weight. Our opinions are not important. What is important are the texts. What is important is the kitab and the sunnah. So we're going to say now, my opinion is this. So this is what we're going to stick to. Or because that's your opinion, I respect your opinion. Respect someone's opinion if it's about dunya. If you like blue cars over, over red cars, I respect your opinion. Now, if you like, if you like to go, if you like summer more than winter, I respect your opinion. Dunya. If we're talking about, however, the affair of the deen of Allah, then there's no al-ihtiram, al-ra'i al-akhar. We don't say we expect the opinion of another. If it's opposition to the haq. If the person is mukhalif al haq. There's no room for them. And so we have to understand as well this affair, we mentioned, this affair of if you like the democratization of opinions is one which is completely opposition to the truth in opposition to the truth not every single individual should have the equal amount of say when it comes to any affair now this is something which is makhalif the sharia poses the sharia and it's something which is ghair mantaqi it's something which is illogical asla Every single individual has the same opinion or has this, the opinion has the same value. We're different individuals. So not only... If a person is speaking about any, any affair, we're not going to say your opinion is the same as this person's opinion. People are different. One person may have more, more uh, experience in a particular matter. Now, so it doesn't make sense that I, my opinion is going to be the same as your opinion. This is even in the first dunya. That everyone has the same opinion. Everyone's opinion is the same. So, even more so when it comes to deen. How can we say that per- this person's opinion has to be the same as that person's opinion when this person's opinion is, or this person is speaking upon the source? His aqwal are based upon yani the source, kitab sunnah. And this individual's aqwal are based upon yani ra'i or how he's feeling that day. Of course not. Naam, there's no equivalence to the two and so thus if a person opposes that truth and they clearly oppose it and they're aware of the truth then no doubt that the person has to be warned against and it's an affair of obligation it's not permissible for us to be silent about such an individual it's not permissible for us to have support in relation to such an individual and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states and Allah Ta'ala mentioned 
that indeed those that conceal that which has been revealed, that which we revealed by way of the clear evidences and guidance. After we have clarified it to the people within the book, those individuals, Allah Ta'ala, has cursed, and those who curse have cursed upon them likewise. So this is this ayah here, Barakulafikum, is an ayah in relation to an affair which is referred to as Kitman al ilm and the withholding knowledge. And the Kitman al ilm is an affair which is mavmum, and blameworthy. And generally speaking, Kitman al ilm is one which we cannot say is I permissible. If an affair of ilm is apparent to a person, or affair has become apparent to the person, they must convey. They must convey that truth. So if they are aware of a person that's fallen into error, then they must convey that truth. If they are aware that this individual has is alid, aymuanid, so he's rejected the truth, he's stubbornly rejected that truth. Then that has to be made clear to the people. Because if the person is mu'anid, a stubborn rejecter of the truth, then we understand that any code he says based upon that which he's upon is with the intent of seeking to lead the people astray. To lead the people astray. It's not permissible for a person to withhold knowledge. With no doubt that the message of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned in relation to the, the, the uh, conveying of ilm. He mentioned, alayhi salatu wassalam, بَلِّغُوا عَنِّي وَلَوْ And he conveyed from me. Even if it's an eye, only one eye. Likewise, the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentions, مَنْ سُؤِلِ عَنْ عِلْمِ فَكَتَّمَهُ أَلْجَمَهُ اللَّهِ يَوْمَ الْكِيَامَةِ بِالْلِجَامِ مِنَ النَّارِ and so the Nabi sallallahu mentions that if a person is asked about knowledge, then a fair of ilm, he conceals it. Then Allah Ta'ala will bridle him with a bridle from fire on Yawm al-Qiyamah. So the person, he has knowledge. In, the, in relation to what we're talking about today, the person has knowledge about the affair of an individual. There's knowledge about the reality of an individual. And so, he, by, by way of that, now, by way of that, you find that such a person, he may remain silent. And they have all the reasons that, was, that they remain silent. From the reasons that they mentioned, I remain silent because this is riba. I don't want to backbite the person. But no doubt this is nasiha lil-ummah. Advice to the people, to the ummah. About the shart of a person, that which they are upon. Likewise, you may hear the person say, that I don't want to speak about it because it's disrespectful, for example. However, or it's from bad manners. However, this person has opposed the deen of Allah to Barakul Ta'ala. And when it comes to mannerisms in the Adam, our Adam and our mannerisms begin first and foremost with Allah to Barakul Ta'ala.
how your manners with your lord. Before the manners with the people and the likes of them. And likewise as well, you find that the people do not understand this affair of Rodud, uh, refutation. And they regard it as being what they regard, what they would call as insulting the people. Or they'll say that this is such, this is such a manner in which you're speaking ill of a person or insulting a person. And these are two separate things. These are two separate things. You can clarify a person's reality without insulting them. You can clarify this person upon error. This is their error. This is how it's been clarified to them. This is the truth in this matter. Now, without insulting them. The insulting, no doubt this is something which is not permissible. But it's not, it's a false equivalence between the two. That the person says that if you refute such an individual, you're insulting them. No, rather the person is opposed to Haq and he's rejected the Haq and he's calling people to Batil and it's an individual that's shaitan. So we have to make it clear that such an individual is a shaitan. And it's not for us to, yani, uh, withhold knowledge. As Sheikh bin Bazi mentioned in relation to this affair of Kitman al Ilm, a withholding of knowledge, Sheikh bin Bazi mentions that. Um, there's no there's no excuse or the person is not excused except for if there is a greater maslaha in withholding that information a greater benefit in withholding that information he mentions the example of what withholding information I have a greater benefit What's the example you think he mentions? Rahimahullah. Which hadith? Ali bin Abi Talib. Ali bin Talib, sorry? Ali bin Abi Talib. He mentions hadith al Nas bin Ma'ayyafun. Hadith al Nas bin Ma'ayyafun. No, it doesn't mention that narration. <laughs> but it could, yeah, Lahu Waj. Lahu Waj. He mentions the narration of any Mu'adh. Mishra Mu'adh ibn Jabir. Where Mu'adh asked the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, فَلَا أَبَشْرُ الْنَّاسِ نعم, and then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions, لَا تَبَشِّرْهُمْ فِيَتَّقِلُونَ I don't, Mu'adh mentions, so I don't give the people glad tidings. And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions, don't give them glad tidings of what I've mentioned, lest they become reliant upon it, dependent upon them. So what we understand from this is that the greater benefit from what the Messenger of Allah وسلم, saw and mentioned was that the people would become dependent upon that code. So the withholding of that was for the greater benefit of the people so that they may continue to strive upon righteous action. However, if it comes to the case where someone is actively leading the people astray, then we cannot now say that such an individual that this is from the uh, uh, this is from the, the, the greater benefit of the Muslims. No, rather, the greater benefit of the Muslims is that they are they become aware of this affair. Naam, they become aware of this affair, and so 
Sheikh Rabir, he mentions in relation to this affair of speaking about uh, individuals and speak and, refu- and refutation of individuals. He mentions, Hafidahullah, in response to the speech of Abu Hassan al Ma'arabi. Abu Hassan al Ma'arabi mentions that this, this affair of refutation should not be an affair where the person seeks to destroy. And he says, we, all, we, we, we seek to rectify. We don't seek to, yani, destroy. And the reality is, is that, Sheikh mentions, Fi kalam Abil Hassan, Fi kalam Abil Hassan hada, Wa ghayrihi talabis al-shadid. So he mentions in the speech of Abil Hassan, where he says, well, we seek to rectify. And we don't seek to destroy. And you maybe hear this. You hear people say these, these statements. Like, why are you speaking so much about this individual? Don't destroy him. Naam. He says, within this is great deception. Naam, great deception. لَيَنَ الْبَاطِلِ لَيَ وَوْرَجْ إِلَّا بِلَبْسِ الْحَقِّ بِالْبَاطِلِ And the reality is, is that when it comes to a batil and a falsehood, it cannot be spread amongst the people. Naam become widespread except that it has resemblance to the truth except that you disguise the truth or you disguise Bartil with the truth so you have that Bartil and you wear you put the mask of the truth upon it or, or you nah, put the mask of the truth upon it does that make sense so he says that we don't destroy him just rectify and he says for who you call I'm a see her I said, but this is merely Nasiha. I said, this is Nasiha. No one should be above Nasiha. The Shaykh goes to mention, However, look at the manner in which the Salaf spoke from the beginning with the Sahaba all the way to the Imma Jahwa Ta'adil. How they spoke. How they spoke. Did you find anyone that would rage war against the one that was that would make criticism of the people of, of falsehood? Naam, would you find anyone that would wage war against them? So you have someone that would speak and clarify the affair of the people of falsehood. Naam, I would not find people wage war against them. I was mean by wage war against them. So he says, would you find the imma from the Salaf when it came to those that clarified the truth and clarified the affair of the people of Batil, would you find that they would describe them with these evil osaf, with these key evil, evil characteristics? Would you find that the ones that clarify the truth of the people of Bartil, that they will be described, right? And the descriptions, no doubt, that they're free from. Would you find that they will describe them as the Haddamin, right? those that are destructive individuals, or describe them as Mufsidin, those that are corrupt, the individuals that are corrupt, or describe them as Gulat, describe them as individuals that are individuals who are in the extreme, or Haddadiyah? Of course not. So what you find from this, Naam, 
is that this speech where it says we advise, we don't destroy, is to leave the impression upon the people that when, you're re when you are rejecting the people of Batil and their Batil, is to leave that impression, Barakallahu Fikum, that if you are refuting Batil, you are seeking by way of that to destroy an individual. Now, however, the reality is this. As mentioned by Sheikh Rabia, that when it came to refutation of the people of Batin, that the people would accept that by way of truth. And they would not reject it by way of waging war against them and giving them these, these descriptions that they, are, that they are destroying a person. Because the intent is not destroying. The intent is, is clarification of the truth. The intent is clarification of the reality of a person. Now, Baba Hari mentions that this individual is a what? The second individual is what? Shaitan. A shaitan. Now, a shaitan intended to lead the people astray. Of course, you clarify the truth. If that person returns to the truth thereafter, alhamdulillah. Now, the person returns to the truth thereafter, alhamdulillah. But it's not, the affair is not about destruction of an individual. And so, this such an, or such a claim is disingenuous. And rather, it's there to give the, give the impression that these Islamic refutations and his refutation in accordance with the uh, Imam of the Salaf are refutations that are, do serve nothing but to destroy and harm. However, the manner in which the Salaf discussed these affairs, these affairs was not with calling them those, uh, referring to those the refutations or those people, Ahl-Sunnah, as individuals that are destructive or those individuals that are extreme. Now, these are, these are Osafi here today when it comes to refutations and a rejection of, and a rejection of Barton. The final point I want to mention as well in relation to this is that when it comes to the Akhtar Nas, and we said that the people, the person is of, there's two types of people. The first is that he falls into error. Now he falls into error whilst intending good, whilst intending the truth. However, he's erroneous. Now that's the first. Then you have the second, which is the one that he knows, but he remains upon that error. So, in relation to the errors of the people, then there are, in particular, there are three ways that they are dealt with. There are three ways that they are dealt with. The first is what is referred to as taqtiya. Taqtiya. Taqtiya as in relation to, in relation to the individual is I clarifying the error of an individual. So for example, you may find that a person may be from Al-Sunnah. He's a Sunni. So we seek to preserve their honor. However, if they fall into error, it cannot be a case that remains silent upon the error. Naam, because no doubt, Al-Amal bin Ma'roof, Wal-Nahir Munkar, are from the Khisal of this Ummah. And enjoying the good and forbidding the evil are from the distinctive uh, characteristics of this Ummah. From the Khisal of this Ummah. And what we mentioned as well is that if a person falls into that error, then we, were, we, we seek to clarify the error 
or preserve the person's honor. Does that make sense? So it's important you understand the first. Then you have the second, which may be tahdir. That individual is harmful and maybe a harm to others. Now, I'm referring to an affair, maybe harm and a harm to others. And so thus, you warn the people against them. And this, and this is in relation to this such an individual here. And then you have the third, which is a tabdir, where such an individual is declared to be an innovator as well. So declared to be an innovator. And generally what you find on Sahel al is that they may warn from against an individual, but they may be still they may still be seeking to advise the person upon the innovation that they're upon and seeking to يعني, advise them and in the hope that they return from them. However, when things get to a particular point, then you find that some of the scholars they will say that no, such an individual at this point is from amongst Ahlul Bid'ah. Is an innovator. But it's important that you understand the distinct you distinguish between these three affairs. Because someone may fall into error. But it doesn't now mean, for example, a person falling into the error for your badda ala tool. That he's, he's a person falling into error. So straight away we say that it's, it's uh, such an individual innovator. Now and likewise the axis is true as well, the opposite is true. The person may may be clearly upon Yani error and he's leading the people astray and he's spreading harm don't just say that khalas we just talk about the error I and mean, we don't speak about the person no we have to make it clear this is the person's error this is the individual stay away from so and so and so it's important that we understand these, these three things because what you may find is that you may read the books of the A'imma and sometimes they read, maybe read the books of the of uh, the tarajim, the biographies of individuals from Ma'imma and things like this, and they may have fallen into certain errors. Does it now mean that now, whilst those errors are clarified, that it now means that the, these Ma'imma were made tabdi of or the likes of that? Allah Taala knows best. Does that make sense? And so it's important that that, that distinction is made between those three things. But however, as we said, it's a must that we have a clear uh, when a person has fallen into any error and he remains upon that and calls others to that that the people are warned against it and Allah knows best we'll conclude here insha'Allah Allah ta'ala a'lam zakam al-khayra barakallahu feekum sallallahu wa barak ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sallam wa akhidu awana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen I believe this might be our last lesson for a while. If I remember, if I got all my weeks, if I got my weeks, um, my mind correct, <coughs> next week there won't be a lesson. And there won't be a lesson for the next few weeks, or the next month or so, inshallah. We have the conference and then uh, I'll be away for a few weeks as well, inshallah. So this will be our last uh, Sunday lesson for a while. Wallah. No. Nasiha, or some people may take that the Nasiha is a must before Tahdir or refutation take mm. place. No. Is this correct? No. So if you're saying that uh, the Ishtirat, if a person has Ishtirat on Nasiha, so a person, he 
makes it conditional that the person advised before they are corrected or before that they are they are warned against. No, this is not the case. No doubt, there's fuddle in that. Yeah, there's, 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 it's good in, in advising someone first, but we're not now to we're not now to say that it's, it's something which is mushtarat, something which is conditional. Rather, everything has its maslaha. So if the maslaha, for example, is to correct the individual, then of course you advise him. But if now we're looking at the affair where there's a harm, there's a greater harm to others, then the maslaha is to avert that harm from others. So we're not now, we're not now to say that it's conditional that you advise him first, then you can tell the others about it. No doubt this is, this is fuddle, it's better. Why? Because if you advise him first and he accepts it, then there's no need to, 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 to warn others because he accepted it. And so there's, no, there's, 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 going, there's not going to be any spreading of Barton. However, if now we're in a scenario where the, the spread of the, the bath has been spread, then at the same time, you can now say that this person has to be warned against. And it's not a case where you will... Uh, now, you have to advise that person first. Now, and so it's important that you don't make this conditional. And again, going back to what we were discussing, or what the chef mentioned, Chef Rabia mentioned, about the nature of barting, nature of falsehood, is that it cannot be spread and become, wide, and become widespread unless it has a resemblance to the truth. And the reality is, is that this affair becomes a resemblance to the truth because no doubt there's fuddle in it. It's better that you do advise first. But when now you have that nuanced difference where they say not that it's better, but it is mushtarat, it's conditional. Then what you find is this, this, this is causing the affair of greater barriers and stopping the refutation of Bartil, essentially. So you want to put up more and more barriers when it comes to rejecting yani falsehood. Why? Because if you, if you put up more barriers, then that means there are less refutations. If there are less refutations, then that means more people are accepted in and amongst the people of Haq. If it means that more people are said to be amongst the people of Haq, then it makes a manhaj, one which is a manhaj, wasi afya. Yani, a manhaj which is vast and all accommodating. And so what, we, what we've been mentioning over the weeks, and it's something that we, we, it's important to remember, is that if a person is laying down kawaid, yani false principles, if they're laying down false principles, they're not laying false principles just to lay the principle. Now, you have to understand, they're laying the false principle so that they, these principles can be acted upon. Now, to make this affair greater and vaster and more accommodating. And hence why they seek to make this affair of the uh, uh, refutations one, where there's more and more barriers before it happens. Or, as we were just reading from the Kalam Sheikh Rabia, making, making this affair of reputations one which the people turn away from by way of giving specific descriptions of the people that refute the haq. And giving them descriptions which are negative so that the people associate refutation of, of Bartin to be something which is negative. Because if people feel negative about refuting Bartin, then people will refute Bartin less. They will refute the falsehood less. If you refute the falsehood less, then it accommodates more people. So it's something which is systematic. 
And so it's, this is why you find that Allah bless our scholars that they, when it comes to the affair of false principles, they attack the false principle first. Naam, and seek to clarify how this false principle is false. So that anything that comes after it, Naam, cannot be implemented. So you attack it from the root. And Allah Ta'ala knows best. No.
لو كان انا مثلا عندي خطا في عقيده ولا في منهج م. وفي فقه فهي انسان يخطئ ويصيب فقلت مثلا شغله بيتكلم عليه فاروح ارجع عنده اقول انا ما عملت هذا الخطا فعلى ايش هو ما ما كبر نفسه في هذا الاخطاء فوقف في الكلام ولكن ما زال I just, this, my, the sheikh was error. They, they, they defend their sheikh. But he's fallen into error. Now, then how do you, how do you respond to that? Do you say, I mean, said first and foremost, the, the, the reputation of our, of our mashaykh, you find are uh, in books, articles, yani, uh, uh, maybe, maybe, um, audios. And so, we clarify that to the people as well. If a person now, says, for example, I've read this speech from uh, uh, one of our mashayah. Then it's a masala now of taking from those that are trustworthy. So if you trusted your, someone that is from your mashayah previously, for example, one of your shuyuh, he's trustworthy. And now your shaykh has said, this is what Fulan has said, I, this is the error, this is the clarification of the error, then we, of course we accept that. And so... What we don't do is say that we have to see the error ourselves. Because this ishtirah, this, yani, this making it conditional that we have to see the error ourselves before we can accept that the person fell into the error is from the conditions that were brought from by our bought by Abu Hassan and Ma'arabi other than him. Where they say we have to see the error before we reject the error. Naam. Or you see, or you see others that they mention that there's no, there's no refutation upon an individual until... So and so is written about him. And they make it shirat. This is what was said in the time of, in the time of Yahya Jordi. When it was clear, I Sheikh Rabir was speaking. After the whole lot. And there was so tiyat from Sheikh Rabir and the audios. And then people say, no, it's not accept, we're not going to accept it until Sheikh Rabir writes something. He writes an article. Sheikh Rabir wrote two books and they're still with him. It's, it's, it's a case of always seeking to make more and more barriers so that they can, they can reject the truth essentially. Allah Ta'ala knows best. Is it Fisk and Munkar is 